Hey everyone, welcome to our very first episode of the W Podcast. Welcome everybody. We are so excited to do this. Um, As said in our intro, we're going to start out with a would you rather. Would you rather have a good job but a bad boss or have a bad job but a good boss? Oof, that one is... I'm actually really excited about that just because everything that's actually transpiring in our lives right now. Yeah. So that one really excites me. So let's get into the show and we'll get right to it. I'm so lost. So I kind of spaced for a minute there. Um, well, you're not paying attention. I know. Yeah. Am I the asshole? Can you shut your dirty trap? All right. So what about that? Would you rather? So let's go over it again. Okay. Would you rather have a good job, but a bad boss or a bad job and a good boss? So in all of my experience, um, being able to have be my own boss and have be in charge of the company itself, um, in my personal opinion, I mean, you obviously choose a job that you that you want to do, or sometimes you you don't have the option to choose a job that you actually love and want to do. Um, so, where I come from this standpoint is, I would rather have a good job, a job that I love, but have that terrible boss, because sometimes you need that terrible boss to actually basically kicking your own ass to get to where you need to go. And in my opinion, I don't think there's bad people out there that would try to steer you in the wrong way. There might be, there probably is obviously, but I think through what I've seen in my own experience that I've had good bosses and I've had terrible bosses. Um, I'd rather have that good job that I love, but a terrible boss that I can kind of deal with over time. That's really interesting. I'm kind of on the other side of that, actually. Um, I would rather have a bad job or a terrible job, I guess, and a good boss. I think right now where I'm at, I have a really good boss, but my job is kind of like the lowest of the low. But I'm in hopes of climbing that ladder, going up, getting the better job, doing the better thing. And it's a lot easier to do this terrible job. It's not necessarily terrible, but just kind of like boring work or crap work. I'm okay with doing that because I have such a good boss. And I've had on the flip side, I've had terrible bosses before and I've loved the job that I've been at, but they made me not love it. Um, In the military, I'm in the military and I've had some really, really, really bad bosses so to speak leadership yeah who didn't treat me very well and that really didn't motivate me it didn't really do anything it killed everything that i had yeah and like you can have them you can have those terrible jobs and obviously with the military there's a lot of jobs that you get pushed into where you know you have to do this, even though you really don't want to. And you can you can have a terrible job 
and have a terrible boss at the same time. And I think if you're in a situation like that, just leave. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. Find just, something better. Yeah. It doesn't really even matter. Go work at McDonald's. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. No. And like you can, I mean, jobs around here, minimum wage, you can get a, like a paying job at like $16 an hour. If you're at that point in your life, if you're like 18, 19 years old, you don't have to search for a job. Like that'll put you in a place where you're going to be there the rest of your life. Right. You know, you don't have to be there. You can find different things throughout. You don't like, I think if, by the time you turn in your mid thirties, it's probably like, okay, you probably should start figuring it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't get it figured out until I was like 22. Right. I had no idea. I thought I wanted to go into finance and it just turned out that I didn't like it. I mean, do you still, do you even have it figured out now? Not really. Right. I mean, yeah, I have a good job. I have a good career. I could build this career. Um, do I want to do it for the rest of my life? Probably not. Right. I might want to go find something new in a little while. Yeah. And like where I'm at, the job that I do, I I want to do it the rest of my life. Right. Like there's something about it that I just, I can't see me going to do something else, you know? And yeah. You knows? find you found your niche. Right. And who knows in like the next 10 years, right? If I'm going to be like, I love this job and I want to do this rest, the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if that's going to happen in the next 10 years or not. Like I could completely shift and go from what I'm doing now, just construction and go to a completely different, like I could be a white collar and work in an office, you know? I don't see you ever doing that, no, but. <laughs> and I don't think I could ever do it. Right. Because I just, I can't sit like right now when we're sitting here, it irks me because I can't just sit here and work with a computer in my face we need to get you one of those fidget things yeah too much noise. <laughs> all right so the stories today are all either about bad bosses or bad jobs okay so the very first one the title is am i the asshole for ignoring my boss and blocking his number on my vacation hmm do you have a an opinion right away? Uh, well, yeah. Um, is it a company phone? <laughs> First right. of all, you know, if it's a company phone, um, you know, and that company's paying for your for you to be able to have that phone, and if you don't have your own cellular plan and your own phone on your own plan, um, probably shouldn't block your boss. But on the other hand, you're on vacation, and if it's obviously a scheduled vacation, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't be required to answer your phone while you're on vacation. Yeah. I don't think. But again, that that lies into the, is your company paying for that phone or not? Right. I guess we'll find out. All right. What do you think? What's your opinion on it? Um, I don't know. For me, if I was on vacation, I don't think I'd, I'd answer. If it's like already scheduled, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't, why do you need me? You have other people covering for me kind of thing. Right. Um, I guess in the military, that's different. Like if my sergeant or somebody above me calls, I have to answer no matter what I'm doing. So I guess it depends on the situation. Yeah. But what if it's something like so simple, like where's this file or 
Send me a text. You know, I mean, I guess yeah. send me a text, but that's the easiest way. You can just shut that down right away. Is just send me a text. But, right. I mean, there's so many like little things. It could be a two second phone call. Like, where's this? Okay. Bye. You know? Right. All right. Let's get into this one. So my boyfriend, 29 male, and I, 26 female, are currently long distance. We take turns visiting each other. He came to see me after almost two months of not seeing each other. We finally were to make plans. I requested to have five days off, which was approved for my job. I've worked there for six years. I'm a security guard at a department store. It was after my shift and I was headed out quickly. I had to pick up my boyfriend from the airport. I clocked out and while I was saying goodbye to everyone, my new boss of two weeks stopped me and asked me if I could cover a shift. Since one of my coworkers called in sick. We're short-staffed and he needs me to stay for a couple hours more. I had a 10-hour shift already. I was exhausted. I responded, no, I'm sorry, I'm unable to do that and I can't stay late. I've covered shifts before in the past and I didn't mind, but I need to go somewhere, pick up my boyfriend from the airport. He told me that they could take an Uber. My boyfriend wouldn't be happy with me if I did that to him. He also has no key to my apartment. No one else wanted to stay, and I was a third person he asked to say no. I said, I'm sorry, I can't tonight, just another time. He called me a lousy worker and not a team player. I said, I guess I'm not a team player and walked past him. I called out that to him. I called out, I'm not a team player. I'll see him in five days. While driving to the airport, I kept getting calls and texts from him. It got so bad that I had to pull over and turn off my phone. My boss wanted me to come back to work. I had to turn off my phone so my boy or turn on my phone, excuse me, so my boyfriend could contact me. My phone was flooded with text messages, ding after ding. I got close to 15 texts. I blocked his number. I was so happy to see my boyfriend. I was getting emails from my boss constantly when I was supposed to be on my time off. I didn't respond to them, and I rarely take vacation. One, he was asking me stuff that I didn't know the answer to. And two, even if I did, I'm not telling him. I don't know. I was starting to get petty. I still had fun with my boyfriend. When I went to work, my boss called me into his office. He blew up at at me for being unprofessional. And he's still new to this job. I should have helped or at least replied to emails. I responded, other people could have helped him. It's not my responsibility when it's my vacation time. I got my first write-up ever. Is this something that I'm missing? Did I do something inherently wrong here? Am I actually considering? I'm actually considering reporting him. He's still new to this job. Am I the asshole? So what do you think? Well, I think not the asshole. There was a lot of circumstances that really couldn't keep her there. She had to pick her boyfriend up from the airport. He didn't, where else was he going to go? Especially for a couple of hours, you know? I guess he could have taken an Uber and gone to a restaurant, but after a flight, you wouldn't really want to do that. She scheduled time off. It got accepted. It's not her fault somebody else called in sick. If you're that short-staffed, then the manager's going to stay there and is going to have to cover the shift if everyone else says no. 
Yeah, I don't know about you, but after I'm done with a flight, I'm hungry. Oh, really? So, yeah. I mean, you're you not... think you, you think she should have stayed? No. I mean, if you had the time off, if, if it was already, you know, if it was already done and on the schedule and everything like that, you're not the asshole. No, not at all. But, you know, sometimes you have to make sacrifices and I'm a little bit different. I'm committed to my job. Right. You know, if I, if I need to make a sacrifice, I'm going to. And if that's like, you know, two hours less time that I get to spend with you, so be it. I have to be at work and get my stuff done. Right. You know, especially, you know, stuff like that comes up, you know, for your future. If you want to get a raise or a bonus or whatever, you know, stuff like that comes up in conversation when you're at that review or anything that your company does, right? That that comes up. So Exactly. It's going to be, oh, she stayed late even though she had vacation time. Right. I get it. The choice that she made, I'm not, I'm not bagging on it at all. I would have made the same choice, honestly. Um, it seems to be that she gives a lot since she said that she has covered other shifts before in the past. Um, but here's the top comment. Not the asshole. You need to elevate this to HR. Your boss doesn't get to impede on your vacation time. Unless your contract states that you have to be available 24-7, he crossed major lines and needed to be held accountable for it. Yeah. I mean, if you're not on call. That's, <laughs> you can't really, you can't really complain at that point. So. Right. Not the asshole. Here's a big comment. It's bullshit when people say that minimum wage workers need to just work hard so they can move up because that's not the reality. Instead of promoting one of their reliable employees, they bring in some outside newbie that doesn't even know this job and how to do it properly. She said that the manager has only been there for two weeks. Yeah. I do have some edits on the story. There's three edits. They're pretty short. So the first edit is, I'm Canadian. I live in BC. Okay. So, little, pretty, pretty similar to the U.S. Um, OP sent an email to HR with all the emails and text call logs and any other evidence that sh- they had. My job isn't, like, on call, so I don't understand why he was bothering me and he is around OP's age. On a happier note, OP and the boyfriend are planning on moving in together. Mm. Um. So another update. Thank you for everyone's support. When I posted this, I thought I was being a little dramatic. I'm glad I'm not the crazy one. I decided I'm going to look for a new job. I'm still going to do security work, but I'm just going to move on. Don't worry, I'm still going to complain about my boss and report him. And the final update, the boss was fired. So, I feel like sometimes people just complain just because they can. Yeah. And maybe it's just me, but it's like there's some things where it's like, okay, you just need to grow up. (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of things where it's like that, all that could have been prevented. You know, there's no reason to, to... Either get somebody fired or um, 
comment something like that on a Reddit, you know, or just go to HR with it. Like, obviously, that's pretty upsetting. Right. It's pretty annoying to, if you're on, like, if you have scheduled vacation, to have your phone blow up like that. Um, I but, probably would have had a conversation with the boss and just said, hey, I don't appreciate this. I was driving. I had scheduled time off, you know, whatever. And if the boss still doesn't, you know, is, is mean and doesn't care and whatever, go to HR and yeah. say, hey, this is what's been happening. I don't appreciate it. If it's HR's decision to fire them, then it's HR's decision. I feel like the manager was just trying to do his job. Yeah. But, trying to get it covered. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't have to be so like mean and yeah. aggressive about it. I don't know. I come from a completely different line because I'm in construction. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that are said by, you know, your boss if you're in construction. Um, like contractors are just, they're brutal towards each other. But You need to have thicker skin. Yeah. We don't take offense to anything that's said on the job. Right. Because it is what it is. There's nothing that you can do about it and there's nothing that the other person can do about it. Other than if they step out of line, you just call them a fucking prick and you don't ever talk to them again. Yeah. At least for the rest of the day or that week. You don't, you don't just, you know. You guys have weird relationships. I've seen a yeah. lot of them. It's, it's a weird dynamic. Like one day you're best friends and you like each other. The other day somebody fucks up and you're well, just at each other's throats for a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's the same way in like an office setting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, it really I'm sure, is. I'm sure it's not any, any different, but you know, the, the whole dynamic between it all, you know, the, being a contractor, just in construction and working on job sites, it's a completely different kind of game, I think, than being in an office, you know? Yeah. You say something, like, that would get called out for sexual harassment in, a you know, an office setting. Yeah. You said that on a job site, like, guys would just laugh it off and move on. Right. You know? And, like, there's some things that some things are said on jobs, and I'm just like, it's kind of, I don't want to hear that. And then you move on to it. You just ignore them and you don't even, you go continue on with your work. Right. So there's a lot of things that are just, I'd rather not, I'd rather not have to deal with. What else you got for me? So this one, it's a little older. It was posted two years ago, but I think it was pretty good. So am I the asshole for quitting my job after not getting a promotion? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's your initial well, opinion? My initial is grow up. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. it depends. Like, how long have you been there? Right. And, you know, is there people that are more qualified than you to get that promotion? You know, can they step up to the plate better than you? You know, and that's pretty low to just quit your job just because you don't get a promotion. Right. And every situation is different. Yep. But my initial thought on just hearing that is grow up. What do you think? <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of in the same position right now, which is kind of funny. Um, there's a spot that opened up and I really thought that I was going to get it. And I am being considered for it because I reached out to my boss and had that conversation. I would really, really like this job, but it's just at the same time, it's like 
am I going to move on to something better? Yeah. Or something different? Should I explore my horizons a little bit more? Right. We talked about it already. Yeah, we did. Just a little bit. Yeah. So. And I feel good in my decision. But yeah. if, if it turns out to you not getting that position and the things I've heard from your standpoint and the view of things from you is then you should probably move on. Right. You know, it's every situation is different. And I guess we get to dig in and listen to this. Yep. So I, 28 male, have been with my company for six years. I make great money, love the company and my colleagues, and intend to spend the rest of my career here. But they overlooked me for a promotion and it changed everything. My immediate manager announced a month ago that he got a promotion to a different office in the group. Cue congratulations, but also excitement as I also saw this as a great opportunity. I know the job inside and out, have great relationships with my colleagues, and have the top client earnings by far of anyone. Plus the three managers I've had have all been promoted from my position. I messaged my manager and HR that I wanted to be considered for the position, and they received a reply from HR acknowledging it. Two weeks later, we're called into the conference room and introduced to the new manager. No one I knew, never worked for our company before, never worked in our field before, new blood, we were told. We'll shake things up, we were told. Afterwards, I approached my manager. He says he wasn't even asked for his opinion on his replacement. And sometimes it's just down to the whim of the partners and the relationships that have been cultivated with them. So I concluded I was never going any further here. I'm just someone who can make them a lot of money in the position I'm currently in. No need to move up. So I contacted an agency and had a new position inside a week. Slightly less money, but I'm no closer to a management position, but it feels good. Everyone thinks I'm an asshole, old boss, because I'm making him look bad in his last days, as I won't accept the offers they are making. New boss, who hasn't even started yet, has called me numerous times, saying I'm sabotaging her from the get-go. And finally, my partner, who thinks it's because the new boss is a woman and not about respect, they didn't even interview me. Am I the asshole? Listen. That, <laughs> I just, yes, you are the asshole, I think. Yeah. That's, sometimes there can be situations, especially this sounds like it is a um, bigger company, I guess. Yeah. Maybe not huge, mm -hmm. but a bigger company. And when you get into bigger companies and bigger office settings, you get into this lull that, you know, you have certain people that are sitting there waiting on the sidelines to move up in those positions. If you don't get into gear and make your move for it, which I don't think this person made their move for it, like hard enough. Yeah. Like if you're going to, if you want to pursue that and you want to get that promotion, then you need to push everybody out of the way to get up there so that they notice you. And obviously they didn't notice you, right. you know, they didn't, they didn't say, Oh, okay, well we can consider you for this position. You know, even though you did tell, like send them an email saying, I would like to 
be considered for this position. Obviously, they saw something they didn't like, and obviously they saw something in the person that they chose for that position that they loved. Otherwise, they wouldn't have picked that person. So I think you well, are the I'm, asshole. Yeah. I mean, even the manager said that the previous manager who's leaving or who got promoted, he said he wasn't asked for an opinion on his replacement. And it just seems like it was more higher leadership. Yeah. Um. So this guy was actually voted not the asshole on Reddit. Mm. Um. I don't think he's an asshole for quitting because he wanted to explore his horizons, find a different place, maybe move up in a different company. But being in a leadership role in the military now, as like myself, some people just don't have what it takes to be a leader. And you can see it. Right. Especially in my role now, I had a person come up to me and say that they wanted to become a leader. They wanted to become a sergeant. And I was like, okay, yeah, we can talk about it later. And I went to my immediate supervisor, my sergeant, and said, I don't think that this person is cut out for this. I don't think they have the leadership qualities. I don't think they have any of that drive or that mentality. Right. And that's what that's what leadership looks like, looks for. Did they see it also that they didn't have that like that drive or that mentality to be a leader? It doesn't say anywhere. No, 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 but no I'm saying for the military wise. Oh yeah. So they agreed with you. Yes, yes. We were we were upon agreement that this person just isn't as of right now. I mean, obviously things can change. You can grow, you can learn, but as of right now, this person does not have the leadership qualities that we look for. Right. And that's a huge thing, even in companies. That's not just military. And from what this post shows me is that he wasn't really showing any leadership qualities. He was showing you he was really good at his job, which is great. They might think that you, because you're so good at your job, they want to keep you there because you exceed at it. You, you excel, you excel, mm-hmm. you succeed, you, you know, go to the stars and beyond for this job. Right. If you start showing that initiative or showing that leadership, then maybe they would be like, oh, I, I can see you over there kind of leading this project mm-hmm. or, you know, delegating some things or picking up some slack or whatever. Well, that's kind of the situation I'm in. Right. You know, the the company not failing, the me not giving up on the company, but me wanting to take a different path in my career. Right. Like... I don't think I was ready. I don't think maybe someday I'll be ready. But for right now, most of the time you need at least at a minimum four years under your belt in my profession to confidently say, I'm ready to start a company as doing this job, this specific job. And where I stood, I looked at it and I was like, I'm making money, I'm doing well for myself, but I wasn't ready to start this company. So it takes us it takes a toll on stress yeah. on well your body and everything. And that's why I'm taking the company and I'm putting it on the sidelines right now. It's gonna be open. I'm gonna do work on the side on the weekends and stuff, but I'm going back to a place that I know and is safe for me. And 
I don't have to be in charge. I don't have to schedule. I don't, you know, and there's a fine line between do I want to have a boss and have someone tell me what to do? And I'm the boss and I have to tell myself what to do. Right. And what a lot of people don't understand, a lot of people that haven't been in this situation who just constantly work for somebody who have never, who has never been their own boss is it looks great from the outside. Yeah. You know, you're looking at it and you're like, that sounds amazing. I don't have to listen to anybody. I can make my own schedule. You know, you can make more money usually. Yeah. And all this stuff. You look at it and you're like, wow, that looks amazing. I want to do that. But once you, like, sure, there's some people that are built for it immediately right out of the box. They're made, yeah. they're made to do it. And there's a lot of people like me who are kind of built for it, ready for it, but not like if fully. you worked at it. If you worked hard at it, you could do it, yeah. which is where you're at. We we worked really hard for it and we did it. We we can confidently say we did it. We did it well. Right. But yeah. at this point in time, it's do we want this burden on our shoulders or do we want it off and just right. remove that from the table? Because what a lot of people don't see is like, yeah, you can make your own schedule and you can tell yourself, yeah, I'm only going to work Monday through Wednesday you right. know, or I'm only going to work Monday through Thursday because that was my original plan. Right. I was only going to work Monday through Thursday, leave Friday for estimates. You know, fast that didn't happen. It was the first. I week, mean, you didn't, didn't even happen. you didn't even want to work on weekends and, and I was all of last summer weekend. you were working every single day, right? Twelve plus hours a day. Yep. Well, that last uh, the summer of 2022. Yeah, summer of 2022. For three months straight, I was working every single day. Yeah, I had. There was one month where I had two days off and it was one day in the beginning of the month and one day at the end of the month. Like I never stopped working and maybe that's my drive. Maybe that's me wanting to grow the company exponentially fast, but a lot of people don't see that. Yeah. They don't know what's coming. And if I can shed some light on that and like if you want to if you want to make a business you want to start a business you want to sell clothing you want to do whatever whatever you want to do just know that there's these hidden demons that are waiting on the road to that success that you want and yeah. like they will get you like it's a very scary feeling jumping into a business like that when you think you're prepared and you find out right in the middle of all of it that you weren't even close to being prepared for it at all. Yeah. I, I think that's why a lot of businesses fail, but ours didn't fail it didn't at all. Fail. We no. could, we could continue on just how we were going and we would do exponentially well. Well, yeah. I mean, but I can keep on doing what I'm doing and everything will be okay. I can call um, home builders and I can keep up with it, but I just, from where I am right now, my mental state is not, it's not fully there for it. Right. You know, and you don't want to burn out before you're even right. 30, you know, right. That's not, it's not really what you want a job to do. No. And obviously in construction, your body gets burnt out. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Mr. Two knee surgeries over here. Yeah. I'm just trying to think for my future for my mental state. Yep. You know, I don't care about the physical state. 
because I can get that fixed like many. Um, he wants a titanic? Tit- no, I want bionic, a bi- bionic knee. Bionic knee so I can kick a soccer ball 500 yards. That would be so sick. It'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> You okay. Know, okay. Do you understand how awesome that would be? If I could... no, that would be really cool. Like being able to lift things. Even you know how much weight you could lift. Well, that's the problem. Is if you only have your knees replaced, you have so many other joints, like your ankles, your hips, your shoulders, everything like that, that I could suppose. fail. You can't really lift anything if you just get your knees replaced with bionic knees. But if you got, I mean, you'd have. I to feel be like we're robot. gonna work up there. No, you'd have to be a full-on robot. They'd have to transfer your consciousness from your <laughs> human self to that robot. Oh my gosh. That's what would happen. Well, let's just start with the knee for for, for the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I can just if I can just successfully kick a soccer ball five hundred yards or kick a football five hundred yards. Oh, and my shoulder. My, yeah. I have a bad shoulder. Could throw a football. Yes. NFL, here we come. Mm-hmm. Let's not go that far. <laughs> okay okay i'm just kidding we'll just start with the xfl and then we'll go to the nfl okay all right so the very very top comment is not the asshole sometimes it's cheaper to go for an outside hire rather than to promote within you are expendable to your company you need the job way more than the job needs you you didn't agree with their decision so you bounced you didn't do it to spite anyone in particular your old boss can get as mad as they want it changes nothing Okay. If you're expendable, that's on you. If make you, yourself. Find you're, something you're to make, make you. You're making yourself expendable. Yeah. Like, if they don't want to promote you, that's your fault. I don't agree with that comment. That's... I mean, I was just told that I have so many different... I don't know what to call them, like trades, I guess, or different skills. Qualifications. Qualifications. I have so many different skills in my current job. It makes me almost impossible to fire. I was told that from my boss specifically. Right. But it also, on the back burner, it also is extremely hard, if not impossible, to replace me. So there's like kind of a, a balance there on making yourself not expendable, but also not going too over the top. Yeah. And um, you went overboard. Yeah. Maybe, but that's, maybe that's, a little bit. That's just how I am in everything though. Yeah. But that's a good thing. I, mean, I give it my all. That. You know, at the end of the day, I want to say that I gave it my all. Yeah. And maybe that's the military in me. I don't know. Military has instilled a few things in my head that I just always carry with me. So. Yeah. I still don't, I don't agree with that comment because. No. You're making yourself expendable. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If you if you think that a company thinks you're just expendable and you, you can move on somewhere else, we don't need you, that seems to me is like it's your fault. Because I've never been fired from a job. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. But I try to go as hard as I can to succeed and like do better for myself and better for the company. Even if it's not my company. Right. I'm trying to blow everybody else out of the water around me. Right. Because I want to show my boss that look at me, look what I'm doing. Look what I can do. Right. You know, I'm a valuable asset to your company. Right. I don't want to be expendable. No. That person is expendable if they did not promote them and they're not showing, they're not showing 
their leaders, you know, that's on them. Right. Like I said before, I don't think he's an asshole for leaving. If he wants to leave and wants to find other opportunities elsewhere, I think that's the best fit for it instead of just being like sour and, you know, maybe moping around or whatever or letting like your performance lack. I just think it was a good clean cut. You just need to move on. Maybe you'll find other places that think you would be a great manager. But here's an edit quickly. My new boss has more management experience than me. So exactly what we were talking about. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so well, yeah. <laughs> if you, whoever made this, if you are listening, I don't... You are an asshole beyond all words that can describe, man. I don't <laughs> care. You are an asshole. Um, so the management experience is it easily transferable. I've seen her work's history. No one would expect me to train her in the job. Her difficulty will be replacing the revenue that I generate for her in the first six months. Then they'll that's find somebody what, else. That's what she's upset about. They'll find somebody else. Oh, it's a she? I didn't even catch that. The boss. The boss is oh. the new boss is a she. Okay. Um Well, she's a boss ass bitch, so Yeah. If she has more I management. mean, she, she would be upset if you are losing probably one of the best earners or, or like sellers, I guess. I don't know what they do, but he generates a lot of revenue for the company or OP does. And yeah. if I was a boss coming in, I would probably be upset about losing that, a person like that as well. Cause you're just, you're thinking, you're thinking in a, in a leadership type of way. You're expendable. <laughs> That's my argument. You're expendable. So, They'll find someone else. OP says the offers they are making are purely monetary. I'd prefer a promotion. And then they, they avoid the subject when OP says that. And as someone commented, I threw a tantrum in quotes, Mm. but at the moment I don't regret it. You know, people are going to listen to this first episode and they are going to think I'm the asshole because I'm talking about this guy like this. I don't, I don't care because it's, it's nothing crazy. I mean, (laughs) listen. If you're going to throw a tantrum like that and this person has more management than you, like more management experience than you, then you made your, like I said before, you made yourself expendable. That's on you. There's nothing like, I I can't say anything more for you. You did it to yourself. Yep. What else you got? So this one is actually really good. Am I the asshole for quitting my job despite us being broke because my boss is a shitbag? What? Say that again for me, please. (laughs) Am I the asshole for quitting my job despite us being broke because my boss is a shitbag? Wow. I mean, this has to be the most evil person in existence. Yeah. If you're you're broke and you're going to quit your job, I mean, I I mean, how broke? (laughs) There's broke and then there's broke, broke. We'll find out how broke, I guess. But okay. Do they have like either $10 way, I in mean, their account? Or? If, uh, we've been in that situation before. A long time ago. Yeah. That's. I don't. I didn't really consider us being broke. It was just, I don't really have any money until the next payday because I paid all my bills kind of yeah. thing. Well, take care of your bills. If you take care of your bills, you're not broke. No. It's just because you can't go and buy fucking fast food 10 days straight. 
doesn't mean you're broke. Right. So. All right. Let's get into this one. So at the very top, English is not the first language of OP. So excuse any mistakes in grammar or anything. Respect. My husband and I recently got married and we aren't doing well financially. We are barely paying off our mortgages since he lost his lucrative job and he's working a shit job while while trying to get another lucrative one. I study and work. We are eating food I bring back that are buffet leftovers at the hotel I work at. We are not spending money on anything that isn't 100% essential. So that's broke, broke. Yeah. That's they're, they're really into it right now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really tough. Dang. Yeah. I feel, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of nice that OP works at a hotel so they can get like free food. Yeah. At least you kind of have that covered. That's really, I don't want to say nice, but. At least you have that going for you right now. That, you have that that's option. good. You have an option. It's not like you're not going without any food at all. Right. Which is good, but still really bad situation. So I was working the night shift. We are about 15 stops from the airport. At about 5 a.m., an old lady comes into our lobby. She's like 80 years old, and she tells us she has a flight that's now seven hours delayed. And if she could just wait in the lobby for a few hours, apparently her hotel won't let her since she's no longer a guest. It's snowing outside and she had nowhere else to go, so the manager let her. He told her she can sit in the lobby and he'll store her luggage while she goes across the street to buy something from the gas station. When she comes back, the manager tells her she can get some of the coffee and breakfast. She ate two pieces of toast and an apple. Well, upper management found out about this and they fired him. They said it was against policy and whatever. Like, what the fuck is their problem? What a horrible thing to do. Someone asked us to quit in solidarity, so I did, along with eight others. My husband is fucking pissed, saying my heroic, foolish stand is costing us money and won't do anything to help the guy who is fired. I told him this, this was the right thing to do, and I'm not going to work for such an asshole. I'll find a new job. He, he's pissed because he had to pitch in to his savings to pay the utility bill. I'm looking for a new job. Was I wrong to do this? He's quite angry at me. Am I the asshole? So you kind of put yourself in a really terrible situation by even quitting? Yeah. Um, probably not something I would do. If no. I If I don't have the money to buy groceries... You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, if I'm getting free food from the hotel, if I can get, right. if I can get that food, you know, and that, and I'm so, like, I don't have enough money to buy groceries and, you know, pay my bills, you know, yeah, terrible situation, but you just set yourself up for an even worse situation in your own life because of somebody else. Right. Like you can lose your house over this. Yeah. You can lose, you can, you can become homeless then. And then you're even in a worse situation than you started off in. Yeah. I get it. The manager shouldn't have been fired for letting an old lady wait in the lobby for a little bit. That was just a kind thing to do. And 
I mean, they said it was against policy from upper management, and that's why he, they fired him. I also get that. It's policy. But at the same time, yeah, he shouldn't have been fired. But you shouldn't have, you, like we were talking about in the last story, you're expendable. You are hotel employees. Right. They will find new hotel employees in a minute. Yep. It's not that hard to find a hotel no. employee, you know? No. And that that's the thing. You, you're you not going to cause this huge no. movement or anything to get them hired back again. No, if it was like a, you know, I don't even know what you'd even compare it to. Um, if it was like a, I mean, obviously if it was like a huge warehouse and there was like 500 people that were just like, we all quit. Basically go on strike. Oh, you know what it's kind of like is a railroad, railroad strike. Yeah. You know, the entire railroad, like, everyone was just going on strike. And just because their wages and everything like that. So, I mean, they're not, some of them aren't, most of them aren't expendable. You know, there's not a lot of people that are looking for a job working for the railroad. Right. And a lot of them need a lot of training. And training takes time. You can't. And money. And money. There's not a lot of time to train somebody so fast where they can just hop on an engine and start going across country on the railroad yeah you know even not even going cross country just going through the state instead of if you're like if it's more efficient to send a train than it is a truck to deliver something obviously if you're delivering a lot you need to use a train but you like those positions positions aren't expendable yeah you know a hotel position is extremely expendable even so if, do you think that op is the asshole no i don't think you're the asshole your husband might think you're an asshole but you know that's a that's a big oof i don't i wouldn't want to put my my significant other in a situation like that Right. That'd be very hard to, you know, if you're already in a hole, you just dug yourself six feet deeper. You know, right. by doing that, that's just, it's wrong. So the actual vote on this was asshole. So there are a lot of mixed comments. So the first one is integrity is a great personality trait. You did the right thing for you and your conscience. I'm behind you for your family's sake, though. I hope you get the gig that you need ASAP. And then another comment. You're the asshole. Not only did you give up your paycheck, you also gave up your primary food source. You should have found a new job first, then quit. This honestly would be a deal breaker for me if my partner was this financially irresponsible. Well, it seems like both of them are financially irresponsible. To me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know how old you are. I don't know the kind of situation you're living in. I don't know where you're living. Right. But there's a lot of opportunities out there, especially now. There are a lot of places hiring and not a lot of people actually want to work. Right. So if you're going to put yourself in a situation like that, like I just don't believe in it, but I don't think you're the asshole. Obviously, you should stand up for what you believe in. But that kind of situation, you just, you threw yourself under a bus. Yeah. 
for sure. I don't know if the husband like got fired or quit. I'm assuming he got fired since he lost his job and was working like a shit job mm-hmm. to until he found a new one, a new like better job. So I'm assuming he got fired. Um, they said English was not their first language, so I have no idea where they're from. Maybe jobs like that are hard to come by. But either way, you gave up your f- primary source of food right. and a good chunk of income that, mm-hmm. you know, you could rely on. I just, if I can know more about the situation of their lives, I can make a whole way better judgment of it. You know, but from what I'm hearing, like, I can say that you're not the asshole just because you are standing up for what you believe in, but you just made your whole life situation way harder, especially for you and your husband, wife, significant other, partner, husband. whatever. Husband, husband. It's just... You made it way harder on yourself. For sure. All right. The story's small. This will be the last one of the night. Am I the asshole for quitting my job because of what my boss said? Hmm. We don't know what the boss said yet, obviously. But I don't have anything to say right now. Maybe. Maybe. I think it depends on what your boss said. All right, so I, 21 female, just quit my job of two years because of a situation with my boss. I wanted to add that my day off has always been Wednesday. Well, I got a call at 9 a.m. to see if I could cover his sister-in-law's shift because she wasn't feeling good. Normally, I would go into work on my day off to cover for anyone who couldn't make it, but this was 30 minutes before the store would open, and we have to be there at 9 a.m. to get the, the store ready. Also, I didn't have time to take my son, three years old, to daycare. I said no because I have to go see my mom in the hospital. She's been having heart problems, already has diabetes, and passed out, and has been in the hospital for a few days. Well, when I said no, my boss was silent and then said, Well, to be honest with you, that's not my problem. I don't want the next time you you can't work to be this excuse again. I tried reminding him it was my day off, but he had hung up. I went about my day and visited my mom. Around 10 a.m., I saw his sister-in-law post a picture of her with her sister, my boss, and their kids with a caption, breakfast with the family. I sent him a message saying that I know my mom being sick isn't his problem, but trying to get me to cover his sister-in-law's shift just so they could go out for breakfast, wasn't the way to go. He started lying and saying they didn't go out. They didn't go out and just, I just sent him back the picture and told him I wouldn't be coming back to work anymore. Now I'm getting messages from my old coworkers, his wife and sister-in-law telling me that I could have just went to see my mom another day. I made it a big deal for no reason. Am I the asshole? This one's almost laughable to me. Just. What do you think? Obviously not the asshole. The boss said it's not his problem that on your scheduled day off, you want to go see your mom in a hospital. That is so bad. So bad. And then he wanted OP to cover his sister-in-law and so that they could all go out to breakfast as a family. Mm -hmm. 
That's so bad. OP, you're not the asshole at all. No, I love you. You're not the asshole. Yeah. If you were listening to this, I love you. Yeah. Take care of your mom. I hope she's better now. This was posted 214 days ago. I wish you could see her face right now because she just made like a little woo. Like it was a little bottom lip that poked out. She's real sad. I'm pretty sure I see a tear. I also feel you. She couldn't. She didn't have time to take her three-year-old son to daycare either. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Having to find childcare on your scheduled day off as well. Mm-hmm. That can be a huge struggle. Yeah. Especially for a good price because childcare is absolutely insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is way too insane. Also, I didn't, even, sure. I didn't even know we got a, like a tax form for childcare. Yeah. That's it is. A, I guess it is a tax write-off. At least in our state. Hmm. I don't know about anywhere else. I guess if nobody knows, we're from Wisconsin. Yes. So It just snowed here. It's we cold. have a lot of snow. It's actually warming up. but it, well, I know. It, it was really up. warm. That's why I painted flowers on my nails. Yeah. And then it was so warm for a few days. And then today it was like, nope, here's some snow. Yeah, <laughs> we, got the, we got the 40s. And then all of a sudden it was like, I... We gonna just hit slap you in the face with this twenty degree weather and snow on you. So it's pretty uh it's pretty different around here. Alright, so the top comment was not the asshole. You can quit your job for any old reason you like, but especially, especially for your boss being an exploitive, manipulative asshole. Call him out every time if you can afford it, and don't give leaving a second thought see i called i called you know who out one time actually you don't you don't know exactly who i'm talking about no i don't who i'm going to work for now okay i called him out one time and so kind of like the same thing that we were kind of talking about is i'm not that expendable of an employee right so when I called him out, he, uh, I mean, he didn't cower down. He didn't like, it was more of like a mutual, like, okay, you're right. Let's move on. You know, when I called him out on his shit, like it was like, okay, like, sorry, let's start over reboot, you know. And that's to- a good boss right there. Yeah. And it, everybody's human. We all make mistakes sometimes. It's what you do owning up to those mistakes or, you know, trying to turn a new leaf instead of being an asshole and like argumentative and stuff like that. And this guy that I'm going to work for is not the kind of person to like say sorry or own up to his own mistakes. He, if he makes a mistake and you call him out on it, it's, oh, I don't know. And then... He goes behind a cover, fixes it, and pops back out like, okay, let's get back to it. You yeah. know, he's not <laughs> he's not the kind of person that's like, you know, I'm sorry for this happening and this happening. And you guys, are, like, you never get um, any, like, words of affirmation. Like, you're doing so great. You're an awesome employee. You don't get any of that. But the actions that he makes, that's what, you know, that's what helps. Yeah. You know, if 
the the things he does, the actions he takes is, you know, that's that's what does it. So, it's a he's a completely different kind of beast, but, like, when I was working for him before I started my company, um, I feel kind of bad for it, but he's big into golf, and I bought him um, some Pro V ones, and. You actually helped me write him a letter. Yeah. That was for Christmas. Yeah. And in that letter, I was like, you're an amazing boss, a awesome father figure, you know, like, and that's when we were, I was having some problems in my own family life. Yeah. And I was like, you were an a extremely awesome person. And like three months later, I was like, I quit. I don't want to work for you anymore. And that's when I... And I didn't say it like that. It wasn't no, like you that. left on really good terms. I left on I left on great terms, um, just because I don't like. Other than the one place that I left, not really on that great of terms. Um, that's a completely different situation. But yeah, the guy I'm working for now, he is one of. He's a amazing businessman amazing person to talk to he will take his shirt off his back for anybody but the way he talks to you as a boss is a condescending like you have to know where he's coming from when he's talking to you because it's more or less he's trying to guide you and you know put you in different kind of kind of situations so it's just one of those things where you know you got to know where where these people are coming from and you know who they are as an actual person. Yeah. All right, guys. So that wraps up our first podcast. Um, I want to say goodbye and I think somebody else wants to say goodbye as well. Yes. It was great. Great. First episode. Stay tuned for more. I think we talked about a lot. I don't think people got to really see our true personalities shine yet. No, I think in, this was a very mild first story. I think we're going to get into some really, really interesting ones more yeah. as we get on. I mean, I want to laugh more and you're the one that's finding these stories. I'm just kind of pushing buttons and making stuff happen over here on the computer and board. So I want to laugh. Give me some funny stories. All right. I want to I want to laugh so hard that I start crying or I'm actually getting an ab workout over here. Okay, sounds okay. good. Next episode will be a funny one. Well, we can't make a promise like that. Okay, I'll try my best. But yeah, stay I, tuned for it. You See don't you think, later, everybody. You don't think everything's funny. All right, guys. Peace.